Hey there, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. We have so many interesting ingredients to add to today's episode soup. A sprinkle of curses, a dash of rhyming, half a cup of an origin story, and a whole heaping portion of today's special guest, the incredible actor and rapper Fergie L. Philippe. So pull up your chair, tuck in your bib, and get ready for some new episode soup right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met and, as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Making the soup, making the soup, in the kitchen and making the soup. Hope everybody's ready for some piping hot soup. Yeah! Hey, Smitty, would you do me a favor and pass me that salt? Sure thing. Here you go. Oops, I dropped it. Uh-oh. You know what they say about spilled salt. I guess I got bad luck now. <laughs> Wouldn't want that. Not like we've ever been cursed before. <laughs> Get me every time. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Rolo, Smitty, what's so funny? <laughs> Nothing, Rachel. It's just a little inside joke we have. Ugh, you had to be there. 
You two have inside jokes? Hey, yeah, wait a minute. I guess I never thought about this before, but both of you have been on this ship like way longer than the rest of us. You two must go way back. How long have you two known each other? Oh, you don't want to hear us old salty sea dogs tell you our tale. Come Come on, tell us! I've always wanted to know how you two met. And why you decided to make this ship your home. And why we never really heard too much from Smitty until very recently. Answer every single question we have about your past in one clear story. I guess it could be kind of fun to take a trip down memory lane. Okay, okay. Everyone, gather round, grab a bowl of salt-free soup, and we will tell you the, the story, story of, of Smitty and, and Smitty. Rolo. Wait, sorry, did you want to be first? Or? No, uh, Rolo and Smitty is fine. I was just, uh, there was a, uh, <clears throat> the story of us two. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Something need 20,000 pounds of banana slugs. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. All right, all right, everyone. Sit down in an orderly semicircle. Can I get a pillow to sit on? Is anyone going to eat this floor Wait, wait, wait. Before we all get too comfortable and tell you our story, should we do a story by a kid first? Yeah! Okay, listeners, this first story is about something I do all the time, even back when I was a mime. To do it is not a crime, and it won't cost you a dime. You know what goes well with lemon? Lime. Seriously, I'm in my prime. Oh, and this song features today's special guest, Fergie El Philippe. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Mason. I'm 11 years old, and I live in Wisconsin. This is my story, The Test. Class, we have a quick announcement. Tomorrow is our rhyming test, the last test of the marking period. So put away your textbooks and warm up your vocal cords. We're about to do a quick review. Okay, class, we got to practice for our rhyming test. Yeah! I'll look at your structure, cadence, pace here to judge who rhymes the best. Okay. We'll start with our reigning champ who's made a stamp with command of prose. Michael Kitson, aka Big Kid with the fire flows. I'm the best rhymer out. I'm off the cuff with it, never stuck with it, don't need to ride it out. My brain does all the work, I'm all assertive with it, I'm a gifted child. I'm like the hottest Chipotle sauce, the rest of you are so mild. Challenge me, you wildin'. I like rhyme, you smiling. I will shine that I don't take kindly to the ones that try me, no, no. Please remind me who holds the title, is it Robin, Robin, no, no. It's me, the big kid, should I say the whiskey best in the business, uh-oh. Hi, my name is Robbie, I am here to take the stage, I am here to do my best. So we're on the same part of the book that you flip with your hand. Um, that you flip with your hand? Man, you can't rhyme the same word. You a cheat. Your assonance severely lacking, man. Take a seed. Get your pen and paper. Pay attention to a beast. This test the classroom staple, and you cannot stay on beat. Sheesh. I'm a rock star. 
I'm a full course meal, not a pop tart. Big kid, <laughs> I can't see nobody who is on now par. That's enough. Don't be modest, think you got it. I say on guard. <laughs> It's clear to me that rhyming is just something that I lack. And if I was awesome at it, it'd get Big Kid off my butt. Dang it! I wish that rhyming skill would fall from the sky. Maybe the clouds can part a little and just show me a... Oh, oh hey, Big Kid! What's up, Pop-Tart? Nothing. I was just backing away. Gotta run, gotta run, quick to the bathroom. Gotta run, gotta slip, fall. Oh. Where am I? Why am I in a cage? Do not be afraid. I've paid attention to your poor predicament. Help has made its way. A scientist? I watched and waited, and I've made substantial progress on a potion that will give your riding powers a promotion. Oh, a potion? Yes, a potion. Take a swig, but first let's go and sign this document that says that I'm not liable for side effects. I'll take my chances if it means an A. Well, A, okay. I'll have you take a drink. Don't overthink it and be on your way. I was never here. Whoa, what's happening? Oh. It seems to me that rhyming was once something that I lacked, but there has been a clearing and that's no longer a fact. Yes, that shady scientist has given me a hack. I'll take the test, I'll lace the class, and I'll get Big Kid off my back, dang it. Okay, class, let's get cracking for our rhyming test. Yeah! This is like 2% of your grade, so don't even stress. Okay! Don't catch me lacking. I will master and I won't break a sweat. Hi, my name is Robbie, and I'm here to do the best. Round one, tail, two, snail, round three, and leaf, five, beef. Round and round the clock goes, and these two have stayed alive. I'ma have this class in agreement. That I'm a rhyme fiend, I'm a genius. Oh, jeez, I can barely believe it. I'm taking the lead, and I'm still picking up steam. Round six, two, percent, Teacher's Lounge has joined to see the end. Um, class and staff, before I have to go and turn you loose, the final word to rhyme to win will be the noun moose. Um, and we can't use loose, right? You can't. The pressure's on, but I am strong. Can't afford to lose tonight. You can. I'm keeping cool, I'm keeping calm, as if the world rests in my palm. I'ma say it loud, I'ma say it proud. I it say it first, it rhymes with goo. Goose. Robbie has won the rhyming test! Wow. Good job, Pop-Tart. Didn't think you could do it, but you proved me wrong. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. Oh, that was good. Was good. Yeah. And now for the moment you've all been waiting for. This is the story of how I, Smitty, and I, Rollo, came to live on this ship. It was a long, long time ago. Tag, you're it. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> Rollo, Smitty. <laughs> yes, Grandpa Rollissimo? You boys need to slow down. You're going to knock over my easel. Sorry, Grandpa. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Rollissimo. What are you painting? Well, Rollo. I am painting a portrait of this very ship that we're sailing on right now. The same ship that my grandfather's grandfather's grandfather built with his own two hands. And also one of his feet. That's why the bow is so uneven. You know, someday this ship will be yours. Maybe even sooner than you know. Wow. Beautiful, isn't it? It's 
Magnifico. Remember, boys, a beautiful painting deserves a beautiful frame. So I'm going to take a quick trip to the shore to find one. Take care of the ship while I'm away. You've got it, Mr. Rolizimo. Rolo, this is so much fun. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me to come sailing on your grandpa's ship. You're my best friend. Of course I'd want you out here with me. After all, it's a special occasion. Check it out. My first mustache hair just came in. That's coming along real nice. Just don't let a seagull steal it. Huh? Get away from my best friend's mustache. Mom, oh, I got my eye on you. Hey, Smitty, want to play swashbuckling lawyers? What's that? Only the best game in the world. There are only two rules. One, you have to be loud and boisterous like a pirate. And two, you have to speak extemporaneously and at length in favor of or in defense of a given topic. After, army making. The bagel setting on the toaster be but a ruse. If I only wanted one side of me bread toasted, I simply... Actually, if I'm being honest, I'm a little tired. Sometimes I need some alone time so I can just sit by myself with my own thoughts. No problem. Why don't you take a break while I try to defend the bagel setting on the toaster? Sounds good. I'm going to head below deck to my room. Just hope I don't get lost this time. There are so many rooms down there. Yeah, it's a pretty special ship. Sometimes I wish we could stay here forever. Whoa, what's happening? Looks like a storm is rolling in, but this doesn't look like an ordinary storm. And not just because it formed immediately above us with little to no warning. It looks like the ship is being engulfed by some sort of black fog. Ha! We're drifting away from the shore. Grandpa Rolissimo is still out there. We can't leave him behind. Quick, into the high ground. Now, paddle away from the ship. Paddle, 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 paddle. Are we back on the ship? I think we got teleported off the life raft. Are life rafts supposed to do that? The life raft must be cursed. Quick, let's try the emergency escape submarine. Good idea. Okay, here we go. Submarine, activate. Huh? It happened again. We got transported back onto the ship. The submarine must be cursed. Let's just jump. I don't know. That seems pretty dangerous. Don't worry, Smitty. I'm a strong swimmer. Look at how muscular my calves are. Is that really a swimming muscle? Just hold on to me and I'll swim us to shore. On the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> it's working. It's working. We're right back where we started. Yeah. Are my amazing calves cursed too? Rolo, I don't think it's your calves. Phew. I think it's us. We might be trapped on this ship forever. Forever? Oh, no. Smitty, I'm so sorry. I never should have invited you on this sailing trip after all. Don't say that, Rolo. If I'm going to be cursed to sail the seas on the mysterious ship for the rest of my days, I'm glad it's with my best friend. You're right, Smitty. You know what? Maybe we should just wait out the storm in our rooms. We can look for Grandpa Rolissimo in the morning. Good idea. I'll just go to my room. And I'll go to mine. Ah! Oh, we sleep in the same room tonight? Yep. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If... 
Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, IF's fantastically fun, original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. IF is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing IF because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Good morning, Spinny. Buenos dias, Rolo. You know, I had the strangest dream last night. You and I were cursed to be stuck on this ship forever. That's weird. I had the exact same dream. (laughs) 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 You know, I think I'll take the lifeboat out just for a quick morning run around. Just in case it wasn't a dream. Right, right. Which it was, but just in case, right? Right. I'll just get on the lifeboat, through the rope, release into the water, and I'm right back there on the ship. Yep. Trying to leave the ship did not work. Nope. Which means that the curse is real. Looks like it. That means Grandpa Rolissimo is still out there somewhere. Which also means it's just us now. I always knew I would inherit this ship. I just thought it would be much later in life. I'm not sure if I can do this all by myself. You don't have to. 
You have me, your best friend. Thanks, Smitty. I don't know what I'd do without you. No problem. Although this is a lot to handle, I'll be in my room clearing my head for a little bit. Take all the time you need. I'll just stay up here and navigate the ship. But before you go, could you pass me the salt? Sure. Here you go. Whoops, I dropped it. That's okay. I'm sure we'll laugh about this someday. And that's the story of how Rolo and I inherited this ship. Wait, that's it? That's the whole story? Yep. We never saw Smitty because he was just in his room this whole time. Uh-huh. And what happened to Grandpa Rolissimo? He moved to Italy. He's still looking for the perfect frame. So that's why there's always been a frameless painting of the ship hanging up. Yep. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. You were cursed to never leave the ship? <laughs> but we've literally left the ship with you hundreds of times. Yeah, I saw you guys outside the ship this morning. Oh, yeah. Hey, Smitty, the curse must have been lifted. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Huh, I guess that does answer all of our questions, kind of. At least the ones we had before your story. I understood everything perfectly. Thank you, Siegfried. So, you guys want to do another story by another kid? Sure! Speaking of curses, this next story has a very different kind of curse. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Andres. I'm eight years old, and I'm in second grade. I live in California. This is my story, The Case of the Spilling Hot Chocolate. Hello, Sophia. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed your call. I just got a new phone. Well, yes, it is a very nice one. Mom, when is my hot chocolate going to be ready? Patience, Daniel. I just ordered it. Uh, sorry, Sophia, let me call you back in a bit. I'm at the coffee shop with Daniel. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. One small hot chocolate for Maria. Oh, perfect timing. That's mine. Here you go, big guy. Thank you. Okay, now be careful with that, Daniel. Don't worry, Mom, I'm not gonna spill. Oh, man, I spilled my hot chocolate. Oh, it's okay, honey. Um, excuse me, sorry, can we get another hot chocolate? We had a little spill over here. Sure, no problem. <sighs> oh, now, don't you worry, Daniel. I'm sure this sort of thing happens all the time here. And here's your new hot chocolate. Thank you. Okay, Daniel, here's your new hot chocolate. Thanks, Mom. Now, be careful. You don't want to spill. <laughs> I spilled it again. Hey, it's okay. It's okay, honey. Hey, look, you only spilled half of it this time. But come on, we have to get going. I'm just going to call a taxi on my... Oh, no, my phone! Mom, you dropped your phone into my hot chocolate. <sighs> you know what, sweetie? I think we should just cut our losses and try again tomorrow. Okay... Oh, hello, Sophia. Yeah, sorry, I just got a new phone. No, no, a new, new phone. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Maria? Oh, sorry, I gotta run. Yep, okay, bye. One small hot chocolate and a large coffee for Maria? Uh, yes, hi, thank you. All right, here you go, Daniel. Finally, I've been waiting for this hot chocolate all week. Now, Daniel, be careful. I know, Mom, I'm not gonna spill. See? Hey, look at that, no spilling. Good for you. Now you enjoy that, and I'll enjoy this delicious large coffee. My coffee! You spilled your coffee. Yes, I'm aware. Would you like another coffee? Yes, please. 
Well, Daniel, it could be worse. At least you didn't spill your hot chocolate. Ah! My hot chocolate! Are you kidding me? Mom, what's happening? I'm not sure, Daniel. Here's your new coffee. Uh, thank you. Oh, sorry. That's me. Hello? Oh, my phone! My coffee! Mom, I think we should leave. I think you're right. We will not be back tomorrow. Hi, Sophia. Hi. What's that? No, I, I actually, I can't right now. I'm at the store with Daniel. I had to buy some new phones. Turns out, you can never have enough. <laughs> Mom, over here, I found it! <gasps> okay, I gotta go. Yeah, we're buying hot chocolate in powder form. Mm-hmm, cause it's safer. Listen, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Mom, I got the hot chocolate packets. Great, okay, bring them up here to the counter. Hi there, we'll also take these hot chocolate packets, please. Ooh, good choice! This brand is delicious. I actually have a cup right here. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that there. How about that? Your phone. Daniel, run. But the hot chocolate. I said run! Ah! Mom, are you going to answer that? No. It's too risky. This is getting out of hand. We haven't left the house in three days. But it's not safe out there, Daniel. It's not safe. Pull yourself together. Here. <gasps> Daniel? Why do you have a giant tray filled with mugs of hot chocolate? Because we're gonna break this silly spilling curse right now! I don't know. Take this hot chocolate. Okay. Ah. Now all you have to do is not spill. Okay. Ah, it's okay. Try this one. It's okay. Try this one. Ah, that's okay. Try this one. Ah, try this one. Uh, try this one! Uh, try this one! Uh, try this one! Uh, try this one! Try this one! Try this one! Try this one! Daniel! Daniel! Stop! Daniel! Stop! We can't not spill the hot chocolate. We're cursed. We need help. I'm gonna call the police. Uh, my phone! It's okay. I have another phone. I'll call the fire department. Uh, it's okay! I have another phone! I'll call the paramedics. Uh, it's okay! I have another phone. I'll call the dentist, the library, the PTA, the CIA, the FBI, the NCAA. Hello, NCAA. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is going to sound strange, but I've been having a weird issue with my phone. Hello? Mom, stop it. Let's just face it. The universe doesn't want me to have hot chocolate, and it doesn't want you to have phones. It's time to accept the fact that we've been defeated. Oh, Daniel, maybe you're right. Perhaps we have taken things a little too far. Yeah. Now how about Or perhaps we, we haven't taken things far enough! Wait, what? Daniel, get your coat! We're going out! Hello, and welcome to The News. Our top story tonight, a very strange woman and her son have cornered both the cellular phone and hot chocolate industries by buying up the world's supply of phones and hot chocolate. We go now to Trish Medley on the scene. Trish? Thanks, Trip. I'm here in the wilderness with Maria and her son, Daniel, the new owners of all the cell phones and hot chocolate in the world. Maria, I think I speak for all of us when I say, why? Great question, Trish. For far too long, we've been living under the oppressive yoke of hot chocolate and the constant threat it poses to our phones. Interesting. That leads me to my next question. 
What? But no more. Now that I've purchased all the hot chocolate in the world and have sealed it up in this giant factory behind me, our phones are finally safe. And what did you do with all the phones? I placed them in an equally safe factory way over there on top of that very tall mountain. <laughs> this way, it's impossible to spill any more hot chocolate or drop any more phones into it. <laughs> I did it! We're finally safe. Oh, nothing could possibly go wrong now. That mountain over there? Uh-huh. Why, that's no mountain. That's a volcano. Say what now? Uh, Mom, what's that rumbling? Well, you heard it here first, folks. It seems the world's supply of hot chocolate and cell phones have been destroyed. The ramifications of today's events will surely reverberate through history and for decades to come. And now over to Chocolate Sports. The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. So, Andres, you wrote the story, The Case of the Spilling Hot Chocolate. Yes. Can you tell me how you came up with that idea? Well, it happened to me. What do you mean? You spilled that many times? Yes. <laughs> tell me about it. So, we went to a coffee shop in Chico where my grandma lives, and then my mom got a coffee, I got a hot chocolate, and I had my hot chocolate, but then I actually spilled it on myself. Then I wanted a tiny sip of my mom's coffee, then I spilled that on both of us. Then we got a water, and then I spilled that, so we had to leave. <laughs> Were you mad? No. Did you think it was funny? Yes. Do you think it was something about the coffee shop that made you spill so many times? I don't know, maybe. Do you believe in curses? Kind of. Maybe it was just a coincidence or something was going on. Can you explain to listeners who might not know what a coincidence is? Like, can you give me an example? Well, somebody loves dogs. And their name was Doggy, and then they wanted to have 40 dogs. <laughs> Interesting. So let's say that there's something about the store. Is there anything that you could do to, like, break that string of bad luck next time you go to that coffee shop? Like, what are you going to do to make sure you don't spill next time you go? Well, I don't really like the hot chocolate, so maybe just not drink it. Here's the suggestion. What if next time you go to that coffee shop, you wear plastic garbage bags over your whole body, and then you just, like, wear a garbage bag suit so that if it spills, it doesn't get on your clothes? Yeah, that's a good idea. Or I can cover myself in plastic wrap, duct tape, and a garbage bag suit. And a bunch of slugs. A bunch of what? Slugs. They say if you kiss a banana slug, it gives you good luck. Some that need 20,000 pounds of banana slugs. I think that's very wise. Near the end of the story, they buy 30 million phones and 30 million hot chocolate packets, and then it all spills and gets dropped into the hot chocolate. Yeah. Do you think that that's where it ends? Do they never spill again after that? No, it just keeps happening plus infinity. And they never break the curse? This just happens forever and ever? Yes, until they're very old and a thousand years and five quarters old. Do you think that they get used to it by then? 
Mm-hmm. They turned it into a national holiday. Every uh, century, it's billed for 30 years. All 30 years are a holiday all in a row? Yeah. Just like I wish lots of holidays were at least three days long, like Christmas and Halloween. Actually, I don't really eat candy because I know it's not good for me. Andres, this was so fun to talk to you today. You too. Thanks for letting us perform your story. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your stories. We read them all. We read them all. You know we love them. Story Pirates Roll Call. First up, a shout-out to Kuba, a five-year-old from New York who sent us the story The Pickle Plunges. I really like this detail from Kuba's story. When the characters crash land on an island called Trash Island, Kuba writes... The island smelled very bad because it was made of trash, but the people said it was tolerable and were glad to be alive. Thanks for reminding us to count our blessings, Kuba. Next up, another story about trash from Camilla, a 10-year-old in Louisiana. And Camilla has two characters, one named Dumpster Dan and the other named Trash Can Stan. And they fight a whole lot, and my favorite detail is that the narrator says that they need to calm down and get a trasher pissed. Like a therapist, but for trash. Awesome work, Camilla. Shout out to Sloan, a seven-year-old from Canada who wrote the story, The Copying Cow. The story of a cow who learns just how unique she really is because milk can be turned into so many different things like cheese, sour cream, yogurt, butter, kefir, cottage cheese, and also just plain milk. Thanks for the story, Sloan. And finally, the weirdest, most hilarious story title of the week goes to one from Ian, an eight-year-old in Texas. Ian's story is called The Toilet Was a Time Machine. And it pretty much just gets weirder and more hilarious from there. And you have got to check this one out yourself. So to read that story and all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Mason, the author of The Test. Kids, write us a story about something interesting that happened in chemistry class. You're making some kind of concoction and all of a sudden, it explodes. When the smoke clears, you see something that shocks you. What is it, and what kinds of problems does it cause? Most of all, how do you fix this? That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Mason and Andres. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love, some story love. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. 
Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll Call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mihaela Lawrence, and Alexis Simpson. And contributing writers are Megan O'Neill, Peter McNerney, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Fergie L. Philippe. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Langston Darby, Sasha Diamond, Eric Gerson, Quinton Johnson, Al King, Nick Canellis, Martha Marion, Peter McNerney, Kent Morita, Monique Moses, Mosiah, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Courtney Venez, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zimbrano. The test was written and produced by Mosiah with vocal direction by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Okay, I'll admit that I know a thing or two about curses. In fact, I'm cursed myself. And my curse is pretty similar to the one in the case of the spilling hot chocolate, except that the only difference is that for my curse, whenever I want to spill a drink, like on purpose I want to spill it, I accidentally drink it and enjoy it instead. See, watch this. Hey, Peter, I'm about to spill this kefir all over your clean load of laundry. Here I go. What? I just washed that. Don't do it. Mmm. Ah, delicious kefir. See? Um, I don't get it. Why did you... What is, um... What's happening? 